0: found some unique Bible stories written for children that will open your eyes to the heart of God. Whether you're a parent, a grandparent, doting aunt or uncle of a child, you'll be inspired and excited by what you'll see. Today on Jewish Voice.
1: Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of of Your Christian Faith, Bible Prophecy, and World Events Surrounding Israel. Today's guest is a Jewish believer who's lived an amazing life. We're going to hear her story today. She also happens to be a Jewish grandmother who writes amazing children's stories. My wife, my children, and I read her stories together as a family, and it's a very special time for us. The stories that she shares are all based on biblical events, but she presents them in a new and unique way—one that really connects with children. I've seen it with my own; it makes the Bible just come alive for them. Please welcome a longtime friend, Nana Nana Roberta Simpson. So good to see you. Ooh, I am. So- I so appreciate you coming all the way from Barbados to be with us. And I have such fond memories of being with you and Kiffin, who wasn't able to join you, but uh, just hosting some wonderful times back in Absolutely. Days, days gone by. Yeah, so and a lot of laughs. It's great to have you. Uh, <laughs> Nana. Mm-hmm. I called my, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother was Nana. Mm-hmm. And so I'm making the adjustment to Nana, but it's a... Typical name for the Jewish grandmothers, Nana or Nana. Mm-hmm. And how, how did that happen, becoming Nana?
2: Um, because my ch- grandchildren called me Nana. And um, I called my grandmother Nana. So I called my, my gr- and the grandchildren called my mother Nana. So it's, it, it, it just, just goes to it, it was just natural.
1: Now my grandmother didn't like Nana. Oh. But we just called her, I think it was easy just to say Nana, and she ended up being called Nana. Okay. So you're Nana, she was Nana, and what fond memories we have of our grandparents. You have nine grandchildren, Grandchildren, is that right? Yes,
2: and two of the grandchildren are married, so I'm waiting for great-grandchildren now.
1: Wow. (laughs) Well, you look terrific, doesn't she? She. You look absolutely terrific. (laughs) You I, I, I really feel connected because we are both Jewish believers. Yes. And I love having Jewish believers on the program mm-hmm. and share their story. One, because there's so many similarities with Jewish believers. Yes. There's so many things that we have in common. But secondly, because the roots of Jewish voice going back to the very beginning when the ministry went on television in mm-hmm. the mid-70s mm-hmm. was to, sh- to have Jewish people tell their testimonies. Yes. And until I came... The focus of the ministry was Jewish people telling how they came to know Jesus as their Messiah. Yes. Now, we've moved into some other things, Bible prophecy and, mm-hmm. and Hebrew and things connected to Israel. But mm-hmm. the roots of Jewish voice, of Jewish voice broadcasts, is Jewish believers telling how they came to know yes. Yeshua, Jesus as their Messiah. Yes. Tell us your story. You've had an amazing life so far.
2: When I was three... Uh, Germany and England went to war. I was born in England and I I remember even now the day that war was declared. I was only three but it was so traumatic. I was in London during the Blitz.
1: So you remember the terrible bombings? Oh
2: absolutely and the times we had to rush into um, basements and bomb shelters and um, it was terrible And, and of course we had to wear a gas mask and I remember a V2 rocket was over our house one night for some reason I by then we would moved into the country, but we still had bombings and um, I remember one night I woke up and I heard this these V2 rockets used to have a sound and I had a light on at the back and if the light went off and the bu- a buzzing stopped it dropped. So I looked out of the window, and I saw this B-2 rocket, and I knew that it was dangerous, and the light went out, and the buzzing stopped, and I prayed.
1: What an experience.
2: And I I just called on God, and I I, I don't know how, I don't know why, but I did. And um, I said, God, please don't let this land on the house, because it was sort of to the right of the house. And no one else was awake, and it just hovered and hovered and hovered, and dropped into the bottom of our garden and blew out all the windows and uh... I just knew that God had answered my prayer and I I can't remember how old I was maybe six, seven (laughs) and I remember once too that um, I woke up one morning in my grandfather's flat in London and my brother and I had spent the night in the same bed and he was missing when I woke up he wasn't in the bed and I screamed, I ran around the house, I felt that... I I knew very early what was happening to the Jewish people. Because you know, you're a child, you're sitting listening to the grown-ups talk. And um, I thought that Hitler had come and taken my brother. And I was totally hysterical, but that's how I thought. And then... I can um,
1: connect somehow. I really can.
2: What had happened, he had fallen out of bed and rolled under it. So. He wasn't in Germany in a concentration camp. He was right there.
1: <laughs> so you believed in God. I believed as a child. in God,
2: but um, I really didn't know about Jesus until much later in life. And by that time, I'd gone through a lot of trauma, a lot of things, and I just had a twin, and one had died. So it was a very <clears throat> traumatic time.
1: One other question about, about your upbringing, though. Yeah. Any mention of Jesus, who no, Jesus was, no, so nothing positive, nothing negative, no you it just wasn 't no, brought up
2: no, my husband took me to this church and one night, and I had two children that were lying in my lap, hot and tired and miserable, and I really didn 't like the service. I thought, what they have drums in here, you know i mean i didn 't know anything about church, really, and um, i didn 't like. The quartet. I thought, what are they singing about? I don't know. It was really boring, and I felt uncomfortable. And um, and then the pastor preached. Don't ask me what he preached about because I thought it was ridiculous. But at the end, he said uh, two things. He said, where two or more gather together, Jesus is in the midst. And then he went on to talk about He's here now. And I looked up and I saw him. I mean, it was as real as I see you. And he was walking across by the altar. But he didn't look at me. But I knew who he was. It was just something in the heart. And I knew he was the one I was to follow. And
1: That had to be startling. You're, 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 oh, you're sitting fun. in this church. I can't amazing. wait to, I, to get out of here. No. And then you hear one thing that strikes a chord with you. You look up, and there's Jesus. Yeah.
2: And um, I didn't even tell my husband at first, because I thought, this is crazy. I mean, how do you, how does this happen? And I went home, and the twin that lived, I had to feed her every two and a half hours, day and night. Because she was very premature, very uh, weak. And it was like, every time I got up to go in a room, I saw Yeshua.
1: I mean, with your eyes open, you're saying, you would yes, see a yeah. human form?
2: He, he just looked real to me. And I didn't have a Bible. I didn't have anything in the house. And it was like God just started bringing people into our lives that were believers. And I thought I was the only Jewish believer in the world.
1: Welcome to the club, Yeah,
2: until right? I got mixed up with your you guys. And then I said, well, <laughs> now I know I'm not so crazy after all. What an
1: incredible supernatural yeah. experience. And then you started seeing him. In various places Mm -hmm,
2: in my house
1: so what what did you finally do about it
2: as I said people just started to um, meet us and and talk to us and give us the right books to read and then I got a Bible and you know everybody tells you to read the book of John first I'm not quite sure why I think I understand that more now but I didn't I read the book of Revelation (laughs) 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 I don't know and then I... Um, you know the
1: first book, book that I was exposed to? No. Revelation. Really? I went to a Bible study that was studying the book of Revelation oh verse goodness. by verse. There's a lot of good things in there for Absolutely. young believers, actually. But
2: it's also frightening. Especially
1: drawing people to, to believe. It's, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And then I read, why revival tarries? So when I started going to church, I felt like saying, where's the Jewish music? And where, where is revival?
1: At what point did you deal with I'm Jewish and this is Jesus did that Mm -hmm. happen at any point
2: I met a Jewish believer sometime later and it was so exciting to me I said well now there's two of us (laughs) and then um, years went by and then I went to the first Messianic um, conference
1: it was pretty natural just I'm Jewish Mm -hmm. Jesus is the one I should follow. Yes, I
2: I realized he was Jewish, and that changed everything. And then I remember going to a Bible study, and, I mean, that was so alien to me, too. And he was talking about Abraham, and I thought, this is my family, (laughs) you know?
1: They should go together like a hand in a glove, our Jewish identity and faith in our Messiah. Yeah, and
2: dancing. You know, I mean, I remember the first conference I had and my husband and I and all the children were there and um, Kiffin was watching the people dancing. I hadn't got done that yet because we were up in the balcony, but he said this must please the Lord so much to see this. And that really touched my heart. Did you, you heart feel right at
1: home when you went to the Messianic Oh, did I
2: ever? Just you yes. were home. And were every home. Night I felt the same way. I went forward for prayer and I always, and every night I I was crying and crying and crying. I mean, it was just like heaven to me. It was just so beautiful.
1: Don't go anywhere, more with Roberta Simpson. And up next, an important update that you need to see, an impoverished Jewish tribe in the middle, I'm talking about the Bush of Africa that desperately need our help, your help. Stay with me. Here a
0: Jewish Voice, we are committed to proclaiming the Gospel. The good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah. To the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical help to a poverty-stricken community in Tachgiant, Ethiopia. The Beta Israel, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you an endearing book by Lady Roberta Simpson, Nana's Bible Stories. With this book, you can help a child experience the love of God through seven stories based on real biblical events. The book is beautifully illustrated. It comes with a bonus CD. The stories are narrated, and it includes a heartfelt forward written by the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson. Your grandchild or child is sure to delight in this special book, which would also make a wonderful holiday gift for them or a friend. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and a tzedakah box, beautifully hand-painted and made in Jerusalem. The holiday season is often celebrated by giving to the poor, and Jewish families use the box as a bank to teach their children that tzedakah, or righteous acts of charity, is a calling of God your tzedakah box will be a vivid reminder that jewish people are blessed by your mercy in their time of need we'll also send you a set of jewish voices decorative shabbat blessing magnets to help you be mindful of the blessings that flow from honoring the principle of the sabbath please remember god has promised to bless those who bless the jewish people to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe please call click or write now And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. We found some unique Bible stories written for children that will open your eyes to the heart of God. Whether you're a parent, a grandparent, doting aunt or uncle of a child, you'll be inspired and excited by what you'll see. Today on Jewish Voice.
1: You have really created a a jewel here for parents and for grandparents, I think, to connect with their kids, you know? Mm -hmm. In ministry for all of these years and then I have family Mm -hmm. and I want to impart to my kids my faith my heritage yes and you've helped us to make that happen how how did this come about how do you become a Nana writing Bible stories
2: well it's you know people think that I love to write but that's not true but I did love telling stories and I think that's a, a very Jewish thing too because Jesus told stories and his stories are amazing. I went to a writer seminar. I used to write things in the paper, especially to do with Israel or Jewish people. And, you know, people would write awful things about Israel, awful things about the Jewish people. And even the people in the Jewish community would call me up and say, Could you write something? I said, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. The man that corrected my papers was a very prominent Barbadian person that if I mentioned the name, everybody would know him at home.
1: By the way, everybody knows everybody I've ever met from Barbados in the last 20 years. Do you know The Simpsons? Yes, I know The oh Simpsons. Oh dear! It's
2: <laughs> well anyway. Pretty famous. Um, this man corrected my paper, and I thought I was back at school. Everything was crossed out with a red ink pen, and at the bottom of everything he wrote, "You can't write." Explanation. Uh-huh. Then he comes up to me and says, "I hope that didn't discourage you." <laughs> Um, Anyway, I said, well, yes, it did, but I don't have to do this. I was so angry. I was so upset. But God turned that around for me because I speak a lot at schools, and I always tell the children that story. And I said, don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't do something.
1: Amen. Amen. Hey, give us a little picture of the seven stories in here that are just gems.
2: The first story I wrote was Jesus and the little lost lamb. And Rafi, when he was little, always would run to me, Nana, please tell me the story of Jesus and the Yittle (laughs) Yostiam. He could not pronounce his else. Mm. I went through my grandchildren, the oldest down to the youngest. And not all had been born yet, either. But um, I asked my granddaughter, Alexandra, it was her turn to be a story. What would you like to be in in, in my book? And she said... I want to be a butterfly. (laughs) Butterfly? I don't know any stories in the Bible about butterflies. And then she said, um, I want to be a butterfly at the cross. So I thought, okay. And I dismissed it, you know. And uh, one night, it was 1 o'clock in the morning. I jumped out of my bed, scared one of my children to death, and I had the idea. And so I wrote this story, The Butterfly and the Cross. Beautiful.
1: uh, Just read read it couple lines for us here.
2: Once upon a time near Jerusalem there lived a very beautiful butterfly named Alexandra. Now let me tell you a story about that. I looked up butterflies and the biggest butterfly is called the Queen Alexandra. Mm. So here's my granddaughter saying I want to be a butterfly and she is Mm -hmm. Alexandra. She was a stunning yellow almost golden color and she had striking brown markings on her delicate wings. She loved to find the tastiest flowers and drink the nectar with her long tongue like you would drink a milkshake with a straw. On this day a breeze was making the flowers sway as if they were dancing along with the sparrow song. Most butterflies have to watch out for birds but Alex was bigger than the sparrows so she didn't give them a second thought. High, high on the breeze, she floated and played.
1: I want to hear one more. I'm addicted. (laughs) And I think your professor was wrong, don't you think? That professor was very, very wrong. mean
2: another story or more on this?
1: One more line for us here. Okay.
2: As she flew, she saw the fuzzy little caterpillars feasting on the green leaves of a small bush. Miss Alex, come tell us a story, they cried. Alex stopped for a moment and told them of a miracle that the man Jesus had done. Alex was amazed each time she heard news of Jesus and loved sharing the stories with the young caterpillars. Ah,
1: even the butterflies cry out. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> lovely. Thank
3: you. Lovely.
1: Uh, you also, not only will be a very unique narrator in Sheila Walsh, you have a very unique uh, foreword. Mm hmm. That, uh, t- talk about the forward. This is kind of interesting, I think. Who wrote the forward to this?
2: Uh, Sarah Ferguson. the <laughs> that just of your. Yeah.
1: This also won, it's a beautiful book, by the way, and it won Thank a very you. prestigious award the Mom's Choice Awards. What, yes. What, what, what did that feel like?
2: As the years have gone by, I found out it's much more prestigious than I thought. So it was really a nice surprise.
1: I, I am so grateful because we need more materials that mm-hmm. we can share with our kids. It, bringing families together
2: yes.
1: is, in our day and age is mm-hmm. so critical. And for parents and for grandparents mm-hmm. to, to, to spend time with their children and do something that's meaningful, true yes. fellowship and teaching, mm-hmm. th- this is, these are the kind of resources we need. So yes. I pray that there will be many more that follow Thank Nana. You in this endeavor. It's so great to see you again, Roberta. Thanks for coming. Thank
2: you. It's a pleasure.
1: I wanted to, as a father of two young uh, girls, family time around the Bible is so important. Nana's Bible stories is a perfect way to impart biblical values to your children and grandchildren. We love it, you'll love it, and your family will love it, so I encourage you to get it. Up next, an important update on a tribe of Jewish people, who desperately need your help. Stay with me. Here at
0: Jewish Voice, we are committed to proclaiming the gospel. The good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life saving medical help to a poverty stricken community in Tachgayant, Ethiopia. The Beta Israel, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you an endearing book by Lady Roberta Simpson, Nana's Bible Stories. With this book, you can help a child experience the love of God through seven stories based on real biblical events. The book is beautifully illustrated. It comes with a bonus CD. The stories are narrated, and it includes a heartfelt forward written by the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson. Your grandchild or child is sure to delight in this special book, which would also make a wonderful holiday gift for them or a friend. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and a tzedakah box, beautifully hand-painted and made in Jerusalem. The holiday season is often celebrated by giving to the poor, and Jewish families use the box as a bank to teach their children that tzedakah, or righteous acts of charity, is a calling of God. Your Tzedakah box will be a vivid reminder that Jewish people are blessed by your mercy in their time of need. We'll also send you a set of Jewish voices decorative Shabbat blessing magnets to help you be mindful of the blessings that flow from honoring the principle of the Sabbath. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now.
3: Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Bernus, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover lamb, an ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas. You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the Seas. Join Jonathan Burnus and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today.
1: A very important part of what we do here at Jewish Voice is to provide medical care and clean water to Jewish communities and their neighbors in some of the poorest places on earth. Many of the people that we help have never even seen a doctor or a dentist. They're alone and they're often forgotten. Now, one such community is the Beta Israel or the House of Israel in Ethiopia. We recently traveled there to provide free medical, dental, and eye care. And most importantly, many came to know Jesus, Yeshua, as their Messiah and Savior. People walked for miles when they heard about the clinic. Take a look at a clip from our recent medical clinic in Gondar, Ethiopia. Throughout history, they've been a persecuted people, enslaved, massacred, reviled, and driven from their lands. Indeed, the Jewish people have been scattered to the remotest parts of the earth. Even in a nation like Ethiopia, Jewish people have a history that may date over 3,000 years back to the time of King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. The Beta Israel, or the House of Israel, is a Jewish community that has survived in Ethiopia for centuries despite isolation, hardship, and persecution. The medical care and dental care and eye care that we provide completely free of charge is a way to earn a platform to share our faith because ultimately the most important thing is not physically helping them although that's important and it stands by itself but it's it's meeting their spiritual needs Outreaches like the one you just saw are making an impact on so many lives and not just those who receive the aid but also for those who come with us to help now there's a cost involved but believe me it will be worth every dollar you'll be changed forever we'd love to share how you can be part of an upcoming outreach so contact us at 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv as we close out the show today I want to remind you as I always do to pray for the peace of Jerusalem Psalm 122 6 declares may they who love you prosper so if you want to prosper Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and they need our prayers now more than ever. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying, God richly bless
0: you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.